rolling. What's going on? What's going on, people, man? First time for everything, man. I want to introduce myself, and I want to introduce y'all to it's time for some pure shit. Man, today I got somebody very, very, very special, very important here with me. You know what I mean? I need to introduce this guy, but I'm going to let him introduce himself, man. He go by the name of Carbon15, man. What's up, my guy? What's up, Monte, man? Appreciate you having me, man. Appreciate you having me on the It's Time for Some Pure Shit Podcast. I appreciate you, buddy. Hey, man, it's an honor to have you here with me, man. You know, I had to have my man. first episode with somebody that I felt was very rare. Oh, and man. very pure, man, you know, because that's what it's humbled. all about, you feel me? I'm humbled, man, and I'm honored to be the first one to kick it off, man. First you know one, I mean? man. First time so, for hey, everything. Man. You know, we go back, man. We got we got a lot of history, man, so, you know, let's get into it, bro. Man, let's do it, man. Tell the people about yourself, Card, so we can, you know, let the people know, you know, where <coughs> you're from, what, what you're into, you know what I'm saying, and how you got to a point to where me and you could be partners. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, um, it started out, man, in Macon, Georgia, man, 40 years ago, man. Yeah, I'm 40. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm from Macon, Georgia, man, and I, um, I just I just been in love with music, man, since the first first thing, first music song that I fell in love with was Pimps by 8-Ball and MJG. I, when I first heard it, a white guy turned me on to it. His name was Chucky Allen. He stayed across the street from me. And he said, man, you never heard of this right here? I said, nah, let me hear it. He played it. I was I was messed up from that point on. So from I that point on, I ended up uh, getting a tape. This was a cassette tape, but the pimps coming out hard. So I, you, you know, back then you would press play, and you let the tape play. Yeah, I would press play, let a let, let a uh, bar play. Stop it, rewind it, stop it, rewind. I learned every word. Every word, to yeah. It just like that. <laughs> and I just went crazy from that, from 8 Ball MJG to Brand Nubian to um, anything you could think of, man. Music. I just love music, man. And uh, back in 2004, uh, after I got out of college, well, not got out of college, I stopped going to school. You know, I just, you know, I fell in love with music. And I ran into this, you know, into a guy from my that that was from my hometown, you know. He was doing this music and shit, you know, Kinky B. And he um ended up telling me, come rock with him, man, you know, uh, and that, the rest was history. You know, we started, I, I ended up working with him and Jeezy and Coach K. And um that's how I got the tag, Carbon 15, you know. Everybody know what 1-5 is. And it, yeah. just, and it just went from there, man. And, and now I'm here. I got my own movement, you know, the Rare Individual Group. Um, my, my main client is um Lil Freaky. He's right here from Atlanta. And, you know, I put together a few clubs. Clothing deals for the Migos, Lil Boosie. Uh, I did a, a liquor deal. I did a lot of stuff out here, man. And, you know, I'm proud to just still be here moving around and not living in the past, you know? Facts. That's facts. And, you know, I want to I wanna piggyback on that, too, um, with Carb. Because I met Carb about six, seven about six, seven years ago. Mm, I yeah. can't remember what. Yeah, yeah about six, seven, seven years about ago. About seven years ago, seven I met Carver. It was 2013. Yeah. It may have been 2012. 12. Yeah, 2012. So about seven, eight years ago, yeah. I met this dude, man. And, you know, from that day to here um, to now, I just ain't been able to meet nobody that just remain the same. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what's and bro, up, we, man. You know, you just, you just fucked me up when you say, I dropped out of school because it was like for me my story kind of sort of the same. I fell in love with music. I used to play the play the shit and record it and write all Bone Thugs and Harmony shit down and Tupac. You know what I'm saying? I used to do the same type of shit. And it's like the love that I have for the love that I had for music because I'm starting. I'm always love it, but music just starting to. It's so washed down now, man. It's so watered down. I don't think it watered down. I think everybody wants to be a part. Everybody wants to be famous, you know? Yeah. And everybody see, like, oh, I can do it. Yeah. And Lil Nas put a song out, and Lil Nas X put a song out, and he, he sold 10 million, and he's out of here. Yeah. But even before that, like in 2000, 2004, 2005, people just, everybody wanted to be a rapper. Yeah, but it was hard, know? though. And now, just think about it's now, easy. from 2004 to 2020, it's it's easy to be a rapper now. Yeah, man, that so shit. So that's is, why you say it's kind of that's why I say washed down, yeah. watered down because I look at some of the younger guys and us being in the position that we was in. For everybody that don't know me, I go by the name of Monte. I didn't introduce myself. I'm the host of It's Time for Some Pure Shit, but um, I'm also an executive in the music industry. I work with Rich Omicron, um, Jacquees. 
and I done worked with a host of others um, in this music industry and just then being able to grow and build myself to that point and you know like even having the love for the music being around Monica when she was coming up my uncle was my uncle worked with Luke and you know a lot of shit that people didn't really know about me where my history come from it was like being around Al back in the day and just being able to see music grow organically it's hard for me in my mid-30s to get with some of the stuff that's going on because it's like everything being triggered by these big labels and you, you know we becoming slaves to the music and people don't really have love for the music no more you know what i'm saying it's they like getting get the rich stu- it. it's about the money. money you know what i'm saying and yeah. the music i got a, a 17 year old nephew man and i sit and i listen to him sometimes and i'm like what the heck what, what you listen to and man, he get the name in these cats, and I ain't never heard of him. And I'm like, no disrespect to him. I'm like, what the hell? What is that? Man. It's a chick on Instagram, man, that I admire. <laughs> I ain't never <laughs> talked to her. I admire her. I watch her stories, and she got a kid, bro. And I sit there, and I watched the other day. I clicked on it, and she was playing a record, man, and the shit was just like, some jibber jabber and she said this what the hell you been listening to <laughs> and she said uh-uh uh-uh they just ain't what it is you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so when I say water down man I ain't trying to disrespect none of the artists I just feel like the artistry side of it the taking the time to put records together you know what I'm saying the actually getting there listening to the beats critiquing the beats making sure the cadence is right making sure every the, the rhyming is right the message that ain't happening no more. I just seen Lil Wayne do an interview, and he said, you know, I hear a lot of this shit, but I don't listen to it. So that's your, that's my take on that. You feel what I'm saying? I yeah. hear it, but am I listening to it and breaking it down? No, I might hear the beat and catch the beat. Oh, that was cool. You know what I mean? But am I listening to yeah, it? Yeah, I seen um, that clip on Instagram. You got to li- yeah. like, you know, it, it's hard for me to just say, okay, I'm listening to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got a few artists that I feel like, oh, I listen to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a lot of these guys I hear it and I just keep going. Out yeah. of the younger artists that you think right now, when I say young, who would you say that you listen to the most? Cause I know I got a couple of them I do listen to now. Mm, I can't, I don't really like to say younger artists. I like to say artists on the come up. You know what I on mean? On the come up, okay. Upcoming because you know, I, I don't know, age ain't nothing but a number to me. You know yeah. what I mean? When it comes to this music, if you know how to capture capture these people and you got a fan base, you know, you in there. You know what I mean? That's just how I look at it. So. Um, these guys right here out now, man, I like a lot of these guys, man. I like Lil Baby, man. I like how he be popping like it, you baby. know what I mean? I like I Lil, like like Lil Rollo Rodriguez. He be popping it. He from my Alabama, you know. Um, the way he takes these old school songs and he, he soulful beats and he puts his, you know, he, he puts his little Alabama, you know, thing that on. That Rollo Rodriguez you talking about? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. He's hard, you know what I mean? I like him. I like Spody. Spody from Atlanta. Yeah, like Spody, Spody hard. Spody, Spody hard. real hard. He been overlooked for so long. I think nigga trying to blackball Spody, man. He, he gonna be all right, man. He just yeah. gotta stay down, stay out the way and keep feeding his fan base, you yeah. know? Yeah, spoiled it hard. Yeah, so on that man, I got a I got a real crucial question, and it's a topic that you know, all of us in the room, and we might not have the answer for this shit one five, but for all my younger po- people that's listening, man, when they get in this music industry, man, why do you think all of our artists turn to these drugs, man, and promote the drugs and the Percocets and the Lean and the Miley? Like, why? What, what you think that is? Like, what you think that? That issue is. I, I never been that type of person to be on the drugs like Me either. That. You know what I mean? I take a toke or two from you know, but I ain't never been big on that stuff. And I, I really, to me, they started young. They start young on that shit, man. They don't. They, they be on it already before they get into music. You, you think someone really already be on it, or do you think music influenced them to think that they have to do it? Nah, these niggas, they already they be already on be it. playing. They with already it. be fucking with it. Then when they get into the music, start getting money. They, they just put it in your face, and you know, and they feel like they gotta have it to make the music. To you know what I mean, or whatever. So like, I think that's the key that you just said. That 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 sum up my question. Why do they? Why do drugs? And in your opinion, why do drugs and music damn near run concurrent? Why they run parallel? Mm, like we know. lose a lot yeah. of our great artists behind all it. of them, man. All of them. Ray Charles, fucking damn Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, fucking, man. You all of them. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson. All of them, man. 
Hey, that, up that, to now, up to the current ones, we just lost we Juice just World, Juice you know, World, Pimp C, Pimp C, you know. Yeah, um, what's the little dude? The um, it's a lot of. I got man. the phone call from his what's agent that he died in his bunk, man. What's the little kid name, man? I can't think of his name, but it's just it take them up out of here, man. And you know, for everybody listening and my young boys, even man, listen, you don't have to have drugs. For a high. I know I wake up every day and I get on a natural high just thinking about how much money I think I can make. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some of the pretty women, you know, like some of the things I feel like I can accomplish. Like coming in here today, I got geeked the fuck up. So I can imagine if mm-hmm. I was just going to take a drug, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't understand how a man or a boy could decide they want to walk around dragging all day. I just don't understand it. And I don't judge them, but I just try to help them and be like, look, man. It's something better you could do with yourself, you know what I'm saying? I drink a little alcohol every now and then, but I come from a family of guys like my daddy, man. That man never touched no alcohol in his life. He did 30 years in the chain gang. Got out, that man still don't drink or do no drugs or nothing, but, you know, I come from a family of hustlers, so been around it my whole life. So that what I don't understand. These dudes, be, they be saying, oh, I've been in the trap. I'm trapping this and that. But if you see me Lucy, I'm going to use me Lucy. Me Lucy coming to buy a dime bag from you every two, three hours. And me loose out her mind. What the fuck? Why you want to go get out your mind? It ain't, it, I, I just think these kids and these drugs, man, they they think it's cool, man. They think it's cool, man. Everything cool. They you think, think it's, it's social cool, media one by? Social media got a lot to do with... I don't think it's none. I think it starts at home first. At home. If they not that. reared the right way, you know, if they not brought up the right way, if, ain't, if nobody gave them any type of morals and shit... That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna turn to whatever they friends what they, what doing they feel. or whatever they see on movies or TVs or you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. crazy, man. Like they say thirteen back in the day sixteen was the shit. You know, when you sixteen, now they say when you ten and thirteen, these kids they they wide open. It's scary because I got you a thirteen year old daughter, man, and so she she it, it's scary for me. Very man. scary. I know you got GPS on everything, right? I don't at this point. I had it, but I'm gonna tell you something. You got kids? <laughs> nah, I don't have kids. I'm gonna nope. tell you something that's scary. Dog. I'm gonna tell you something that's scary about that part to me, man. Having a thirteen year old daughter, and I never wanted no children. But, you know, by the grace of God, I beat the odds. I had my couple abortions and shit. This one slipped on through, and I'm mm. blessed. But I'm going to tell you something, man, and I know it's a lot of guys can vouch with it, man. That's, it's scary, man, and it's heartbreaking. Because the things that I want for my daughter, her mama don't want for her, that, mm. in my opinion. Because I asked a question, hey, do you go on her phone? Do you check? No. Nah. Every now and then, what the hell you mean? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> like you supposed to be in there every day. Just, see, you know, see you what's going on. Just, you know, like you should be able to get in that motherfucker yourself without her having to. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like the 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 critics like to jump down tip. They jump down tip back when tip, you know, put the statement out said that you know he he go to the gynecologist with his daughter or whatever. I kind of felt that's a daddy. that. That's, a, that's what a father's supposed to do. Yeah, I felt that, but I understand the manipulation behind it, but I still felt it because yeah. it's like y'all don't know, the people don't know that relationship that's been built 15 years before that. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I take my daughter. My baby mama can't say that she's ever took my daughter to appointments. I've been doing that from birth. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So if I'm continuing on to do that, why am I being crucified as a father? Like, I take her to all her dentist appointments. You know what I'm saying? I take her to get her checkups. I do all that. I've been doing it. I didn't, you know, that just brought on something different. Two of my good friends, right? One of them got a, a, a son and a daughter, and the other one got two two daughters, right? My partner who got the two daughters, him and his girls, man, they talk, they they on the phone, they texting with each other, like they just best of friends. The, but the son and the, the but no, the, the, my my partner who got two daughters, with the two daughters, with okay. the two daughters, you know what I mean? I He's that. like he just they, they in it, they 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 cool with each other, they talk about everything, they laugh and they sending emojis back. One is nine and one is six. But then my other man, he got a daughter and a son, and it's like. He's the disciplinary, you yeah. know, daddy. Yeah, he's daddy, but you know, he's the he he ain't here to play. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can tell, like, I just look at how they raise their kids and what they they are. 
it's hard work, man, being a being a damn it's, father. It's man. a lot of you work, know? man. It's a <laughs> lot of know? work. It's hard damn work, man. So I commend anybody who take them kids and and make it a business, you know. Like I like to see dudes with their kids and posting them up and going all out and taking photos. You don't really see dudes and their kids, you yeah. know? Yeah, that's something that disgusts like me, shit, man, man, nowadays, cause I know I was at a bar one time and it's a topic I had on my Instagram. Um, and a lot of people have heard me speak on this. I was at a bar and I heard this female say, yeah, my baby daddy don't do nothing for me if I ain't fucking him mm. well, for his kid, you know. <laughs> As a man, I kind of feel that I, you know, I feel that way sometimes even with some of the women. They do it to us. If we ain't fucking with them, they don't let you fuck with the kid. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it just, it's fucked up out here when you bring kids into this world, man. It's something that I kind of, you know, like I said, it's a blessing. But on, a, on the other end of it, man, it's like, it probably one of the hardest things that I'm that I ever had to try to conquer. You know what I'm saying? In it's, my mind, I think, yeah, man. I always thought I, I was going, I would have a child, but now I'm like, damn, you don't want it. I do, but then it's like, damn, <laughs> shit, it's a lot of responsibility, and then you can't. It's just different, man. Like right, you got so advanced so, nowadays, you know. And the, it's the different. game is totally every different. time your phone ring, every time, like, bro, it's scary for me because it's like she got to cross the. She got to go across the street. She got to get off the school bus. She got to deal with bullying. She got to worry about the white van. She got to worry about everything. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Crazy, These creep-ass dudes out here that want to look at a 13-year-old and it did get hard. Like, they just creep-ass, freak-ass niggas, they man. You know what I'm saying? But we can go here. on and on about the kids, man. Um, but... But 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 the basis of the story is with drugs and these kids they get addicted to these drugs man. And you think it come from home? I think it started at home. It started yeah, at home. I agree with that. I when think. I was ten years old, my mom, twelve years old, we, then my mom used to have parties at the house, man. Parties at the house. I never forget twelve years old, bro. So one day I'm going to the bathroom. They having a party at the house. I go in the bathroom after one of my my pops and my mom's friend leave out the bathroom. I go in the bathroom. Boom! I look to the side. Pick up a baggie full of crack. Twelve years old, I was naive. You know, I was a you young kid. I didn't know on. what the fuck was going on. So I go in there and take it to pop. Pop said, "Where the fuck you get this from?" I said, "She was in the bathroom. Turned the music off in the house. He went crazy. Like what the fuck?" Da, 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 da. So it's like, what if it would have? What if I would have just been? A, a, a little faster and said, shit, I'm going to keep this. I'm going to go sell it or I'm going to go try to smoke try it or I'm going to eat it or, you know what I'm yeah, saying? If you like, would have been a follower. It starts at the home, man. So if my pops and my mom, they never tell me, like, hey, man, if you don't know, if they, don't, they didn't rear me or teach me to, to you know, right from wrong or some shit, give me some structure, Yeah, like, I might would have just up. tried this shit or something. Yeah. You never know. You know what I'm saying? That's but a I, part I can agree with, too, because so I think a lot, home a lot of me. key, a lot of parents teach their kids how to be followers. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I remember just on some material shit, like I remember going in the house when I stayed in the fourth ward, you know what I'm saying? That's where I first met Young at. I remember going in the house on Irving Street and kid like, my mama used to, and she had been doing this, but this the one story I can remember like vividly. Oh, um, little T got these joints, I want these joints. My mama used to be like, Get your stupid ass out of here. Talking about, Talking about what somebody else got, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that was just teaching me, you know what I'm saying? Like, not to follow, but I also learned as I got older, you know what I'm saying? In order to be a good leader, I had to be a great follower, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I had to, I had to pick, and it came from my mama. Like, my mama was one of the people I followed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then I had my dudes in the hood, you know what I'm saying? My mama used to talk to a prominent. D boy here in the city, like you know what I'm saying. I remember wanting to mimic them type of dudes, but I feel like now, you know, back to having kids, it's like, what are the, what are the um the role models, you know what I'm saying? And all our role models that that we have, me and you, we ain't cool to some of these kids. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, that nigga gonna talk my head off. No, nah, bro, yeah. I ain't gonna talk your head off, bro. I'm just gonna tell you some some pure shit. He gonna tell you what a real individual is. I just Back to the brands, you know, the pure and the rare individual. I'm saying when I say pure, keep it raw and funky with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it raw and funky with you. When he say rare, rare is ain't many. Rare individuals, you know what I'm saying? And it's, Stick up to what you're going to do, man. If you say you're going to do something, do, do it. Do it. Man. You know, I believe in that firm, man, you know. That's one of my biggest things, man. I tell my artists I work with. And every grown man, every kid that I come into contact with, man, your word as a man is all you got. 
I don't give a fuck how much money you have. I don't give a fuck how many cars you have. You can have 8,000 pair of shoes in there. You can have 20 dicks to fuck 20 chicks with. But if your word ain't nothing, you ain't shit. Yeah, man, your you character, man. Fuck you know, the reputation. dictated your by that. Your yep. character means everything. So if you're not, if somebody can go pull up some shit up on you, man, and, you know, it just, you got to have a stand-up character. That just is what it is, like, you know. And once you got in the game, people know you from Monte, you know, playing baseball, Monte doing sports, and then they know you now as Monte, Rich Homie Coin, this, that, and the third. And, Fact. you know, it's a different level, but it's all starts from respect and how you was brought up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I feel like all of that shit, back to the drugs, is it come from the home, man. If you yeah. got the right type of br- br- people raising you up and giving you some game, you ain't going to be like that, man. Yeah. I know people from where I'm from and making as – on drugs and in jail and fucked up and I know people that's about to go to the NFL, I know people that went to the NFL that made it out. It's just your mentality of who raised you, who gave you some game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the the when you say game, you know, it go back to what you just said, like people know you from people know card from, you know, whether you play sports. Like you say, you went to college. You know what I'm saying? I feel like nowadays Without, with this generation, I ain't going to even say I was, it, even some ca- cats that came up up under me, you know what I'm saying? I got a head full of gray hair, which don't mean much, but I just look at these cats, man, and they scared to tell people who they really are. Mm-hmm. It's like... I see that with a lot of these big artists. That's why they don't, their social medias are so boring because they won't be themselves. They won't be themselves. Yeah, you know, I fight I fight with that with a lot of people. Like, be you, be you. You, you follow me on social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, every day I try to promote... I put my band pictures up when I was in the band, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then when I tell my story behind it, a lot of times, I got a documentary on the drop, when I tell my story behind, like, how I ended up in the band, people are like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? But in my era, in my era that was the cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. I got a cousin. You know, Mike had a, committed a murder, went to prison, this and that. But I remember when I first got in the band and I went through my little case and, you know, the the judge and the counselors and the PO was like, hey, we need you to, you know, do this and this gonna look good on you. I'm like, shit, I remember my cousin calling me from the train game. Hey, man, why you in the band? <laughs> why? Send me a picture. He like, buddy, what we used to do now? This only thing I knew him to do was hustle and he had a murder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a young boy, I'm looking up to that like, damn, boy, I come from a family of hitters. Like, these niggas were real. They call them steppers now, but I've been around these mm-hmm. type of cats, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, looking up True. to it, I'm like, just straight up, I'm like, damn, in the band, I went to Matnell High School. Like, we had one of the most prompt, the, matter of fact, the drumline story was about Matnell side with the cat. Like, that's how big it used to be, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I done caught a couple of these young cats, man. I go up to the school Sunday, 1-5, and I look, and I say, man, this shit pathetic. They got 15 people in the band. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got 20 niggas on the football team now. You know what I'm saying? Like, and me, I always try to figure out what I could do to help. You know what I'm saying? Like, what can I do? I sit around Sundays, and it, one of the reasons I wanted to come up with this, because it was like, Man, let me get these kids another outlet to look at something a little different because what they feel is real, it ain't even real. They be worried about the wrong shit, man. They nigga be worried about. It. I can't stand this shit, man. Everybody be woke, focused on shit that don't even don't matter. matter, man. You know, you know, niggas be popping in and worried about having this or having that. Probably don't have five hundred dollars. You know how many people don't have a thousand dollars, man? I can, I can name. I, I posted something. I could pull it up in my phone and show you. This female today, matter of fact, today she said, Monday, because I posted last night, I said, man, y'all be making me want to turn up, man. Y'all be making me want to flex on y'all ass. I be want to break this humility down. Like, mm-hmm. would that make y'all motherfuckers listen to me? And she came in my DM and she said, I've been working in banking for 19 years. And she said, I done seen at least 20 or the most pot supposedly with social media. See, that's what social media do for you. Mm-hmm. Social media put a face on the name. Mm-hmm. So when you go in these certain places and you've been kicking it a certain way, she said, man, these dudes ain't got two, three thousand dollars in their account. And I say, huh? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we go back to, you know, what you're being taught, you know what I'm saying? And I like to try to teach people, like, the way I pay my bills, like, financial literacy, bro, like, financial freedom. Like, when you talk that type of language to these kids and you see, I think we relate them. 
But it's like when you start talking to them, they don't want to hear you. They don't, man. It's crazy, man, because I, I try to give everybody some game, man. I've been around. I've seen it, man. We've been, we've been to the heights. We came from the bottom. I was with this dude from $500 a show up to 500000 a show. And I've seen it all happen. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try to give it to the young guys, and and it just I, you see it going one ear and out the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I, I'm I in search of the rare individuals, man, like a rare kind, man. So, you know, I'm looking for hungry. You know, that's, that's that's the type of people I look at. Like, if you're not trying to out-hustle me, I can't fuck with you. Now, let me ask you this question on one five. When you say you're searching for the rare individual, just like me, I search for the pure individual, and you my partner, like, for the world, how do you determine who that individual is? Like, the loyalty, you know, like, because we live in a world that's so... I'm scared, bro. It's, I'm scared of these niggas. It's not you know by followers. Let me start off by saying it's that. I don't give a damn followers. how many followers you got on <laughs> social media. Neither yeah. one of those. You know, I like, I like to me, I believe, I, 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 I fuck with people who stand on what they say. You know what I mean? It so, go back to that. Your so, word. So like today, we said, no, this ain't no shot at you. Uh, uh, <laughs> you said you're going to be somewhere at 10 o'clock. You might be there at 1030. You feel but what I'm saying? Down. But you down, you coming. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so everybody like, stood on their word today. You know, a lot of people don't know how to just keep their word and say, man, you know what, man, I'm going to check this out and I'm going to let you know what's going on. That's that's the key to this shit, communication, man. I just wish we would communicate with each other and not be in com- competition with each other. Man, you just said that's a mouthful just, right there, that competition, right man. The competitive state of life, man, you know, I look at it, I do calls, man. Like calls, man, I've been around calls. A third of my life, you know, my uncle had classic Barrett Jackson calls. I grew up watching them. My other uncle, who just got out of prison, I grew up watching him clean calls. He taught me the business at 13, you know what I'm saying? The other shit I was doing. I started wanting to get away from, I don't like to say it, but hustling and then I started being able to turn myself to my boy. I'm gonna do what I'm doing. I'm cleaning car, but that's a that's a skill because the average person think, oh, I can just wash your car. You know what I mean? Detailing the car that's See, totally different. I'm a detailer. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I look at it in this car world. Like when I put a car together, I've been putting this cutlass together now, probably about a year and a half. And then I stop. I get real. I get real discouraged because I might be doing something, and then I might get on this bullshit ass social media shit. And I see a nigga, I'm like, why these niggas really trying to compete? When I'm doing it for me, I ain't doing it for y'all. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And the competitive side of it, bro, it's like even with us, we done had artists, bro. Bro, we'll be close to these people trying to really from the outside look at, looking in, grow these people mentally. And niggas be in competition with you. Like. Nothing pure. That's not pure, man. That's how you can tell, man. Like. A lot of people they wasn't raised to be pure or rare, man. They just raised for they, they like once they get older and people realize, oh, I'm for self. Oh, it's only it's a it's a rare kind of people that man. You hear some time believe. Where that, you think you this know, self mentality come from? Because I, I know a lot of selfish dudes, and I know you know some too. Yeah, I know you didn't came crazy, across man. a few in your life. It's Where just, do you think that shit come from, man? Again, the way they brought up. As I'm sorry, mom and dad, you, they got to do that shit in the house, man. And then they just like. <laughs> so you really got, think that shit was like, you remember your mama used to be like, if you got a brother or sister, your mom be like, share. You mm-hmm. really think these niggas that grown men was the one to they eat the whole hamburger. The they ain't never had no structure. That's why these niggas crazy like how they are, man. I seen a little young nigga, right? I, don't know, I know y'all probably seen it, right? Young nigga was on, 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 um, on Martyr. And he come out, Marty, he arguing with some dude. He just whoop out. He got a oh, gun the, in his All the hand. guns. I seen t- that. Like, what young nigga in right mind know when his mama see the clip? Like, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what nigga? You can tell he he wasn't raised the right way. That nigga crazy. What kind of nigga whooping out two? I pistols? don't even think that crazy though. One five, we nah, giving him too much. I, I think that shit is stupid. Yeah, that's stupid. But still, though, like, still crazy though. Stupid and crazy is a thin line. <laughs> I, I just because I. I, I at a certain point, bro, I feel like the mental capacity, like, I feel like I called myself crazy, but I wasn't stupid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, have I done some stupid ass shit? Hell yeah. Like, a lot of it. But I just think somebody, this how I feel. When, he, when they see these cameras, man, and it's something that I feel like we need the technology, bro, it just, it gave 
a light to stupidity, bro. Mm -hmm. These niggas pulling guns so out and it's a hundred cameras around. Like, bro, do you not know you're going to train? She's stupid, man. Like, bro, you really gonna shoot this man in broad daylight, bro, for some scrapes? When when I was coming up, I was taught that the scrapes came from the one you didn't know nothing about. I'm telling you. I had an uncle named Didi with the quietest motherfucker I ever knew, but when I got to hearing the stories. <laughs> you know, like, damn. You but I used to, to wonder around? how he ride around in the old school car with all that money in the car, this and that. Nobody never messed with him. They're not pure, man. You know That's what, what it all go back to, man. It's just not, they're not, they weren't raised the right way, bro. They're just, they're just, wow, I'm, I'm going to put it on forever, man. Yeah. Once I got out of the house and I started smelling myself, I was still hanging with older guys and showed me the ropes. You yeah. know what so I mean? So, yo, yo. Your mental capacity comes from damn near where mine come from, and I think that is is weird. Mm -hmm. you know and then I play like, sports. I play football. See, so you get sports. a community. You yeah. get you get to know it's a team thing. A lot of these kids like. It's it just crazy, man. Like the competition in music and how, like for example, Atlanta. Atlanta could be so much bigger. So you much know, bigger and bigger, I heard bro. the nigga Walker Flocker. Like I don't know him either, but I heard him talking today. He's like, yo, why? Why can't the big guys, why haven't all the big guys come together and started our own label? Why did it, Birdman, Jay-Z, all these people? And it makes sense. They could do that because shit. Because of competition. Just I got to say, I sold a billion. You only sold two million. You, know, you It's competition. That shit crazy, bro. I said it on it's social crazy, media um, a couple weeks ago, man. It's I said, y'all think this Atlanta shit, y'all think nigga really sticking together in Atlanta with the music. It's only certain people sticking together because it's so competitive. Yeah, they clicked up. You know, that's that's what it is. You know, this click, that click, and everybody competing to do this. I really do feel like if every last one of us who had a, the one fives, the peas, if all of us got together and said, you know what, we gonna corner this market. Mm -hmm. This what we gonna do. We gonna create a label like QC doing. I give them pro. I give P a lot of props. Hell yeah, because P. P really taking and showing unity. You know what I'm saying? Even even the dirty, the the dirt, whatever, it still look good. So we do got one person that doing it, but I just feel like everybody else, you know what I'm saying, the, the competition behind what it is, is it's competitive. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, no disrespect to it, but that's why the white man being able to, what the Jews, being able to run us in the music game for so long. You know what I'm saying? And that's why every worry about they self like shit. If I get right, shit, fuck it, it don't matter. Yeah, instead of pulling somebody up with you. You know what I'm saying? I know me personally, if I ever get to my life statue or whatever, all my people around me, I'ma have a little baby syndrome in a pure, sense. Cause I watch pure, pure. I watch how, you know what I'm saying, shout at them pure. like, bro, if I got a hundred thousand dollars and I got five dudes I really fuck with, bro. Him, bro. I'm you gonna be like me, even if it's my car. When we pull up, we gonna pull up looking the same. I ain't gonna have you jumping out of Uber and I'm jumping out of Rolls Royce. That just don't look right. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? And people be watching that. You know what I'm saying? Like people sit back and watch that type of stuff, and it just show you, you know what I'm saying? How how competitive the game is, man. But one more thing, one five, before I let you get up out of here, man. Um, is a question I have for you. How you feel about this word lame? Lame. Yeah, lame. Man, that nigga lame as hell. How you feel about that, man? In Atlanta, they be saying lang. Oh, yeah, my cousin, my, my cousin been saying that <laughs> shit for so long, man. Yeah, man, lame to me, it just... I, I don't really like to talk about people, man. I call them lame and unless they show their true colors and they own that shit. You feel what I'm saying? So what you would you know consider what, lame, though? It just depends, man, what the situation <laughs> is. we ain't all know? used it now. You What's lame me? to me? Lame is... <laughs> Is when you get in the room and you, you and somebody be like, man, hey, what you think about this guy, man? You 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 want to give? I, I'm thinking about bringing him around and doing something with him, and do and then the person who he asking, he like, man, I don't, man, I don't really know, man. You know what? So you think he, like putting another man down? Yeah, you don't have to talk down on nobody else. And yeah. when, if somebody brings, if if somebody asks me about you, bro. And they say, yo, what you think about Monte for this right here? And I'd be like, Monte, good guy, just done the third. Or if I don't like you, I'm be like, man, you know, Monte, you know, I know him, you know, but. But you know, I don't really know. I don't really know how to say about that business. Yeah. But that, it's some people that'll just get in oh, and just. Oh, fuck, nigga. This, that, and the third. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, that's what's lame to me. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and then a lot of, in this game right here, the, the wildest, lamest shit that, that goes on, people will be in your face and be cool with you 
And then when they get out the room, man, they I got hate that everything shit. Everything to say about you. I hate that but, shit. And, man. But then when they see you again, they dapping you they up. They dapping you up again. That's what I I can't stand about this industry, man. Like that's that crab so in fake, the bucket man. ad mentality, though, bro. And I think it's it bad in our community. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't no pro black type of person. Mm -mm. I'm more of a shit is self inflicted. Because if I got an opportunity, you got an opportunity. It's a cause you and effect. It's a cause that's, that's and effect. That's what it is. And a lot of people be like to be like, oh, day, day, day. Who the fuck is they? Because you the only one who can keep yourself down. I can't keep you down. Mm -hmm. I can hate on you. I can talk shit about you. I can do whatever. I can block that one. But guess what? What I would talk with when one door closed, go try to try the next one. Pure. You know what I'm saying? When that door closed, go try the next one. You know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people with me, they be like, bro, why you think everybody against you? And it's what you just said. I done been in the many rooms and I done seen one person that a person feel like know you just or just utter some dumb shit. Oh, that nigga think he better than, huh? Because <laughs> I was just quiet. I think I'm better than y'all because oh, I ain't knows, speak. Oh, he knows it all. He knows. Oh, oh he think he knows. We not going to even get into the, 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 you think you know it all. Like knowledge is so, knowledge is, is like kryptonite in our community, man. Like a person that got some knowledge, we look down upon, you know what I'm saying? And I kind of hate that with our people. I talk about that all the time. You're trying to school somebody on something and it's, oh, that nigga think he know everything. Well, damn, bro, didn't you just ask me a question? You know what I'm saying? Didn't you just ask me that? You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just one of them things, man. But I know my boy got some, somewhere to go, man. I'm going to just respond to, um, to a text right quick, my bad. No, no, no. I know you got somewhere to go, though. You know, I done kept you, know, you a little bit longer than whatever, you know, man. You yeah, know? but I'm going to stay down, man, because I'm a rare individual, man. That's what yeah. we do, man. I said, I'm going to be here. We're going to be here. We're going to kick this pure shit out the right way. You dig what I'm, I'm saying? What else in there? What else we got to talk about? Man, I got this right here. Um, Riding waves. Like, you know how people, we were just talking about, um, let's say you got freaky. You know what I mean? And you got an artist that you're trying to build. And it's like, oh, well, shit, we ain't even got to go that way. We can go this way. Rich on the corner. My brother, my artist. We coming up in the game, and it was like, when it's hot, everybody on your dick. And then when people feel like it ain't, they jump to the neck. Why you think people do that? And it, it's crazy, man. The game, the game is uh, the game is everybody, the, 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 the gatekeepers of the industry, right? The gatekeeper, who the you gatekeepers, the people who run the industry, the A and R's, the executives, the even the artists, the artists who are on, and the artists who are all coming up, they clout chasers, bro. They clout chasers. I'm hey, sorry, man. bro. All these I niggas, just they not fucking with nothing unless they got some clout. They got some clout, and it sucks. Even niggas who got clout, right? They clout chasers. They clout chasers, man. Yeah. So it's just if people was to realize that sometimes shit got to get. Brought to the next level. You feel what I'm saying? It ain't always. It just don't always happen. For perfect example: it, the baby. Yeah. The baby been grinding a long, long time. time. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, he but, was baby Jesus. But he been kicking that shit the since whole back time. then. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But niggas be, they they just wait till you do something crazy, kill a nigga, or well, man, I would just finna say. You, you feel know what I'm saying? It just think they cloud when, chasers. I think when he got into trouble, now he was a real nigga. <laughs> When truth be told, that man had to defend himself and him and his child, he had to do what he had to do. Mm -hmm. And we don't even know the true story. We don't even know we what don't happened. Know. We just know somebody died and he was there. We don't know if yeah, it was we him. Don't we don't know if it was a rider. <laughs> you know, like the true story is you, you nigga don't never know the three shots, three sides three side. of every story. Yo, the truth, a side, your side, B side, and, and the truth. And the truth. You know, just and a lot of times the truth. The truth don't never come out until somebody gone. So these people ride waves, man, and they jump on the wave because it's it just you remember it was one time it was Grey Goose, one time it was Belvedere, you know, man, Hennessy ride waves, yeah. Man. Now it's Hennessy <laughs> and Doucet and you know Bel Air, you know what I mean? Like they ride waves now. You know, people now back in the day, people wasn't wearing all this high end shit, the designer shit. Now it's designer mix match everything. Yeah, you remember back. Back in the day, nigga had to have nigga all Nike. Yeah. Now, nigga might have on some Adidas. white Air Force Ones <laughs> with an Adidas outfit. Like, it just, it, it, everything has changed. People just, it just, everybody going for the big shit, man. You know, and you got to be pure. That's why. That's why it's a lot of that's why it's a lot of watered down shit because people just trying to get in and doing what somebody else doing it and just putting their their little swag to on it. it. Do you believe in fake it till you make it? 
Do you believe in that? I believe in believing in yourself. And, and if you say some shit and if you believe into it, and it's, it, if you work hard, it can come to life. So, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I heard niggas talk about shit and now they got it. You yeah. feel what I mean? Yeah, so, talk it into existence. You know, I, and I seen that. Yeah, you I know, told myself you know, before I turned that. 40, and I'm right, I'm knocking on your door, bro. <laughs> I'm going to have me a hundred million. Hey, you man, me? It can happen, bro. But I, I'm one of them people I know for a fact, man, and there's something that, that people can relate to. I talk about this a lot. I'm one of them people that the people that I feel can help me, they don't want to help me because they know when I touch it, that haunt gonna turn into fire haunt. But what they also don't know either, and I don't, and you might you 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 know it's insight on this. When I touch a hundred million, it gonna turn into fire. But if one fire was the person that helped me, you gonna have fire too. And they the the mentality is so fucked up in the community, motherfucker don't even understand who they be having around them. Like I'm not that guy that's gonna get something and leave you behind. I'm that guy that gonna put you on my back. You know what I'm saying? When you you know how they say when you get a girl, you want your old lady to stay fine forever. If she get fat, is you gonna leave her? You know what I'm saying? I don't want no big old old lady, but I'm that one that gonna carry that load through the thick and through the thin. You know what I'm saying? I and went through that. Motherfucker, don't <laughs> <laughs> you had one get big on you. you had to. <laughs> man, we go. Hey, well, go ahead, man. Yeah, but you know, I just don't understand that mentality, bro. And I, I got a, a partner, man. He a brother. He like a brother to me. And me and him were talking about that the other day. And for the life of us, I know we don't have all the answers. But it's like, I don't know why people have that type of mentality where it's like, shit, but I don't want to see that nigga with nothing. I can't. They be hurt. They be hurt. Hurt people hurt people. You know hurt what I mean? They people. just be throw it off in their head. They got it's, it's something they got a grudge on or what they got looked over, you know? I wonder why, like, you ever met? I never like it's some cool cops, right? Yeah. But most cops, man, they don't the got picked on. They something happened to them for them to when they work out, they oh, I'm gonna be oh, I'm gonna be a cop now, and I'm gonna get everybody. I you know what I mean? That, so I it's some people that, that never been loved, never had unconditional love, and they just just stupid. They assholes, man. You never felt love before, man. Yeah. You'll you'll be stupid, man. I'm yeah, telling you. I man. just thought the experience love, man. I don't know. If no, I mean unconditional, home. like from a parent or from an uncle. Or, That's what I'm saying. I just started to experience it. Like oh, from okay. my mama, like I think my mama always loved me, but like I think I used to, I was one of them mischievous kids that didn't understand my mama had to go to work. So I'm playing sport. We grew up in the projects. So it's like I watched my mama go up. Like what we saying, I watched her really grow. Like from project, project, project. Now we living based on your income. Now we done moved a beautiful highway to some apartment. They run down a little bit to these. They run down to now we got a gate around the apartment. So I watched her grow to then she got a house. My mama didn't get her first house until I was 18, which was hers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I still didn't feel the love because get what? My only outlet in life, and people would not believe me when I say this, the only thing I ever thought would get me out of life, it wasn't selling a hundred bricks. It wasn't that. I thought baseball. I thought sports were going to be my only way out. I never had a career path. I ain't never wanted to be nothing there but a professional athlete. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't had nobody at that particular time to steer me in the right direction and say, hey, that little bullshit you be on, you want to fight and do all that shit, you ain't going to be able to go there. And guess what? That's what took me out of the game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the athletic ability was there. It's still there. I think I can go out there and play with the motherfucker right now. Because like, you know how you feel like God just give you something. Like me being able to speak, it was something. Ain't nobody never taught me that. I used to be shy as a motherfucker, bro. I wouldn't talk. I wouldn't do nothing. I used to be scared to read out loud. You know what I'm saying? All that type of shit. And it just, nigga didn't feel that love. And then when I start to really get a glimpse of it, mm -hmm. like you said, See, my like, grandmama always told me I was the shit. Always. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, my mama was at work. Mine so was at my work. grandmama did the raising. You know what I mean? So she just always told me, baby, you know, you, you know, you 
can do anything you want, baby. You you that guy. Yeah. You him. Like my grandma always told me that. So I just I always, you know, just had pure thoughts and, you know, thought that I was gonna be that guy. I used to play football, cornerback. I was I was just like you, you know yeah. what I mean? Then I fell in love with music. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I always knew I was gonna be something and I still I still got a long way to go. You know what I mean? I ain't got what I wanna get, you know what yeah. I mean? But I'm gonna stay pure, man. Man, man, that gonna get you all the way in the door, man. You know, I want to tell the people, um, watching, man. Like, like one five just said. Anytime you learn how to stay down, man. Anytime you, you put that unconditional love. I'm gonna sum it all up into one thing, man. Become a rare, pure individual, and anything in life, anything in life is achievable. You know, I know it's some, and I'm gonna call them fuck niggas. It's some fuck niggas out here winning. But I'm going to tell you something, everybody got their day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you get it the right way, it's hard to, it's hard to fall when it's the right way. Be, the boy Good Shooter, I, always, he, I heard him say, man, hey, man, the player got the ball, not Jack. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shout out Good they're Shooter. That's my, they're my guy. But good when shooter. a real one deal, a real deal one get the ball, man. going to keep it. what it is, man. But then you got to understand that real person, you, you, you know, you never know. He, it might be somebody that look at that real person like he's a fuck nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Like, cause like we we see people doing what they doing. You never know what's going on behind these doors, man. Like yeah. what you see on Instagram is not what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that ain't the reality, like, man. You know what I mean? That's not the purity. That ain't that. That ain't what it so, is. So you know, like it just it's all about staying pure, man. And you know, like I said, keeping it solid, man. What's what's for you in the next? What, what's for you in the next couple of years? One five. Um, L.A. man, L.A. and New York, man. Like Ooh. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, man. Atlanta, man. Like I love Atlanta. I'm always keeping my spot, my house out here in Atlanta. But I was talking with my good friend Wallow, man, from Philly, who I was telling you about yeah, earlier, yeah. And, and, and he just like meet, carb, bro. you know, carb. It's like. You you too you powerful, Carl. Like you powerful, Carl. He just keep telling me, you know, Carl. You might need to leave Atlanta, Carl, because you know, it's a lot of powerful shit going on in New York and L.A. You it's feel like you, you got shackles move. on you around here, or uh, you just feel like the I think I hit the ceiling. I think I just hit the what ceiling. What make you feel like you hit the ceiling? Because you know, in Atlanta, man, you can walk around these. You can you can get caught up in these in this two eighty five loop. You can get caught up Facts. in this loop. You so know, comfort, I'm seeing basic comfort, comfort zone. So I just feel like I got to get out of my comfort zone. Like Facts. my wife always say, "This is your network. Your network, man. My network can work anywhere on yeah, God. You got to be able to work outside. Yo, you can't let your network be your net worth. Ex- you you can, but you got to do it at a pace where it's always leveling up. Yeah. That's why so I say I let think, your network be your net worth because if your network is your net worth then you never going up. So I just you think what I'm saying it's like comfort living the in the comfort next two three zone. years for me I, you out of here. You know I'm, I'm trying to be you, six months in LA six months in New York you, and I come to Atlanta when it's popping. You, you know, know what's funny about that that you say that? Because I want to leave so bad. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. And I'm going to tell you why I want to leave. I want to leave for different reasons. I don't I don't feel like I can't level up here. I just feel like what we talked about 20 minutes ago, the competitive side, the bullshit, like, and there's so many people coming here, the melting pot. Like, We've you, leveled up here, bro. We, yeah, we, we leveled up here. That's why I said here. we kind of like the yeah. ceiling is here now. Like, Fact. what are we going to do? Okay, we're going to do, the, do the, um, the podcast shit, but it's another level for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually want to – I actually so, want to – I got a lot of good allies out there, man. They doing TV, they doing film, they doing tech shit. I just think, you know, I've, I've driven in the road in this damn music car for a minute. Yeah. It's a lot of avenues I'm about to get yeah, into you, right you now. Yeah, you, you know? a powerful dude. I ain't gonna, I, I agree with Wallow. Like, I sit back and watch some of the moves you make and some of the moves you done made for us, man. And I'm forever appreciative of when we talk about the love of music. I met Jeezy through you. Well, I met him in the hood, not formally. Mm-hmm. You know when he was fucking with what's the name him over there in the forward, but the first slick time that P, man, free slick P, free slick P, slick slick with my dog. That was my dog. You feel me? Slick did some bullshit to be without y'all. <laughs> but <laughs> boy got some ways, man. Man, it's a crazy shit. He didn't even know it with me, but this what music did. Music bridged so many gaps for me. Like when I when I finally met Yon, Yon. Man, I grew up listening to Young, like Tupac Young in that in that era when I was an adolescent, you know what I'm saying? Like, you bridged that gap for me. 
You know what I'm saying? And when I even see home now, that man know my name because of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what any any person, any peer person in this industry, and I promise you, you know, I can't put it on him, but when it come out to your meat meal and your, your, your guy, it's like them boys, it's a couple in this game. You know what I'm saying? It ain't too many. Like you say with little Baby, like I watch our home move. I watch our- Never met him, but that boy looks stellar. Solid. He looks real stellar. You know what I'm solid. saying? You know what I'm saying? Like Moving solid. the way he moves. Even with niggas that don't rap. You know what I'm saying? But see, one of my he partners right. real close to him, shout out to boy Clayhead, and he told me some shit about, bro, that was, it's just, when you got nigga that could tell you, like, hey, bro, that's a pure dude. You feel me? Like, man, home, home answering the phone for everybody. Mm-hmm. This free game for, for, for y'all. For young rappers and young entrepreneurs. Home answering the phone. Homes ain't going big on home nobody. Responding home responding to DMs. Home responding to text messages. <laughs> if I t- hey, man, you can't be mad at the next man for propping or giving the next the man who doing it right no props nigga like to get mad oh you dick riding no bro ain't no such thing and when no you congratulating thing, the man hey bro congratulations they don't know how to you do it bro saying? that's what's up with these young guys man. It's <laughs> yeah, so crazy. You know, everybody want to be the don't man don't nobody know how to be pure everybody want to be like man damn bro. if I had it when it's my turn I'm like uh, bro just be pure and accept that hey man your time coming but it's his time now you feel what I'm saying like, and get what with the, the, be honest with you when you when you keep it all the way hundred percent pure, ain't no such thing at time, man. You run the clock up. Shame, the man. battery gonna go dead. They gonna have to replace that motherfucker when you yeah, when you keeping it all the way pure. So, man, you gonna have me back on the pure shit, man. You man, listen, back, man. man. I, I started back, man. I started with one five. I'm gonna come back and we gonna we gonna get it we gonna get it popping again, man. I appreciate everybody who got down here today, man. I definitely appreciate your time, one five. Everybody who tuned in and listened um, to the time for some appreciate the podcast. Y'all check me out. Um, the days of the week coming, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna have more guests on here, audio visuals, you know what I'm saying. The whole nine yard, man. I appreciate everybody who's supporting the boy Monte, man. Follow my Instagram, Rich Homie Monte. That's my personal Instagram and mm-hmm. it's time for some pure shit that's the Instagram for the podcast man again I appreciate everybody for coming through man when you want to hear something that means something come check me out when you want to hear something that you that can stick come check me out when you want to listen to some pure shit come check me out you yeah, know what I'm saying that, it that. coming from a raw pure place you know what I'm saying I don't mean then no harm to nobody if it's something that offends you let me know y'all shoot me all your DMs or whatever whatever but hey make sure y'all check me out man I appreciate everybody we out love